Hey, BillOReilly.com premium members, welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, April 13th, 2020. Fight for your freedom and for your health. So once again, we have a very um, methodical program with lots of information for you. So it's always good to have a pen and paper if you're involved in speaking with your friends or posting on the message boards or, or doing any of that. Even if you're not, having this information available to you and your family and friends is a really positive thing. You have your own private news service, BillOReilly.com. Use it. All right, here we go. Um, my analysis of the pandemic is not based on politics. Need to know that right from the jump. Because almost 90% of what you are seeing, hearing, reading is based on politics, not the actual virus and how it's affecting you health-wise and financially. That's not what's happening, all right? The virus is being filtered through a political prism. We do not do that here. If you're looking for that, you can get it on the cables, the talk radio. It's everywhere. That's not what we do. So you must understand that in order to process the information I'm giving you. Now, the point of view on the pandemic from the administration, from President Trump, who is the administration, all right? There's no one else. It's not a collaboration. They're not high-level advisors. He has conversations, but he does what he wants to do. Okay? You can understand that. It's unlike Barack Obama, unlike George W. Bush, unlike Bill Clinton. They were decision makers, but there were powerful people that could steer them. No one can steer Donald Trump. That's why I wrote The United States of Trump, the book. Nobody can. So Donald Trump's point of view is he's doing a magnificent job handling this coronavirus. He is not going to change that point of view. He is not going to admit any wrongdoing. He is not going to say, gee, maybe I could have done this better. Ever. He's going to his grave and going to Election Day this November saying, I did a magnificent job. That's his point of view. The point of view of the Democratic Party slash media who are working together in concert to defeat Donald Trump. There is no separate media now from the Democratic Party. It does not exist. Now, there are outliers like Fox News, um, the Wall Street Journal editorial page, but they're not nearly as widespread as the other national media combined. And even Fox News is not what it used to be. You know that. And I'm not disparaging anybody. It's not what it used to be. The level of organization, the level of communication between the network and the viewer is not what it once was. It's the truth. Everybody knows it. Without Donald Trump, which the network has built its programming around, one man, where are they? Just asking. All right, so you have a couple of outliers who will give Donald Trump a break or even promote him. But 90% of it is we're working with the Democrats to get 
him the hell out of the White House in November. So that's what's happening. So the Democratic slash media point of view is Trump knew about the virus early and didn't do anything to mitigate it because he's incompetent and unfeeling. That's their point of view. And like the president, they're never going to change, no matter what evidence is presented. So you have two steel pillars, not going to bend. So a discussion about those pillars is useless. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. CNN brings on Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has become the media face of the virus. Now, Fauci himself is a very entertaining guy. And the media likes it because Fauci is undisciplined in what he says. Go. The U.S. has 30 percent of the world's reported coronavirus cases and almost 20 percent of the reported coronavirus deaths. Sanjay Gupta said that's this is all because we got started too late in the U.S. Is that right? Do you agree? You know, it isn't as simple as that, uh, Jake. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, to just say this is all happening because we got started too late. Obviously, if you look, could you have done something a little bit earlier? It would have had an impact, obviously. But where we are right now is the result of a number of factors. The size of the country, the heterogeneity of the country. It's, I think it's a little bit unfair to compare us to South Korea, where they had an outbreak in Daegu and they had the capability of immediately, essentially shutting it off completely in a way that we may not have been able to do in this country. All right. Now, that sounds pretty reasonable, right? No. The headline pulled out of there and put on the left-wing media sites, which is 90% of them, is Fauci says, could we have done something a bit earlier? Would it have had an impact? Obviously. Okay. Now, Fauci should know that the despicable Jake Tapper as intellectually dishonest a man that there is on the media, because he portrays himself as a reporter. He's not a reporter. He's a political left-wing hack, and always has been, okay? Fauci should know that Tapper's baiting him, because here's what Fauci said about the coronavirus on Newsmax, January 21st. Go. Bottom line, we don't have to worry about this one, right? Well, I, you know, obviously you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat for the people in the United States. And this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. Okay. That's January 21st. So if that's what 
the lead doctor on infectious diseases for the federal government is saying, how would President Trump know any different? How? Now, the next day I said, you better watch this virus. All right, now I wasn't contradicting Fauci. I was basically seeing a geopolitical storm developing. All right, uh, if you hate your country, you're going to like my uh, final thought of the day. All right, we'll take a break. I'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following small business story comes from Dropbox Business. Teamwork, your way. Hi, I'm Naomi, and this is my small business story. There I was again, struggling to balance my professional life and making my son something healthy in my personal life. And then I decided I can solve this. So I put together a team and we created Astronoms, an easy, balanced meal for working parents to give their kids. Our team seems mismatched in different time zones with different working styles. But honestly, that's only made us more productive. I work early in slides while BizDev assigns tasks and Legal works late sending documents from HelloSign, all from one shared Dropbox workspace. Oh, that's our project manager. I gotta go. Bye. Try Dropbox for your team free for 30 days at dropbox.com slash teams at work. So here's the final thought. Um, as I said at the top of the broadcast, um, there are people in this country who hate America. And this is a theme in the hate Trump press. So not, not only do they despise Donald Trump, they hate our system. They want socialism, open borders, whatever it may be. Now, there is a guy that writes occasionally for the New York Times. His name is Vietet Ton Wynn. All right. Viet. Viet Ton Wynn. Viet Ton Wynn is his name. He's a college professor. He teaches English at the University of Southern California. He actually won a Pulitzer Prize for a fiction book. Now, he had written a column that says, The America We Need. All right, that's the title, The America We Need. Let me just read you. And this is encapsulates the New York Times. Quote, if anything good emerges out of this period, it might be an awakening to the pre-existing conditions of our body politic. We were not as healthy as we thought. The biological virus affecting individuals is also a social virus. Its symptoms, inequality, callousness, selfishness, and a profit motive that undervalues human life and overvalues commodities. Even if America as we know it survives the coronavirus, it can hardly emerge unscathed. If the illusion of invincibility is shredded for any patient who survives a neal fatal experience, then what might die after COVID-19 is the myth that we are the best country on earth. I this from a immigrant from Vietnam who teaches at the University of Southern California. So we're not the best country on earth. Now, this is the theme of the far left media. You need to understand that. Truth does not matter to them. Context doesn't matter. Perspective doesn't matter. Nothing matters other than changing everything in America. Everything. Become a secular society. Destroy religion. Promote open borders. Promote abortion. Promote anarchy. Promote income redistribution promote taking private property, seizing it. All of that is involved. Not the country I want to live in. That's why I fight so hard against it. 
That is what the New York Times wants, all right? That is what CNN, NBC News. And then you say, why? Why would they want that? I don't know. But they do. Thanks for watching tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow.